So tell me, Julian, what has been the most difficult thing that you've had to endure in your life, excluding the traumatic tennis injury that you suffered a few episodes back? I think it's uh, it's probably when I was 27 and just uh, about before coming to, to London and I my rugby career had a little blow and I, um, I uh, then decided to come to visit my brother in London and I think I um, had a hard time to rebound uh, after that and uh, I, I was lucky to find this um, a job as a fitness instructor at Jubilee Hall because it uh, it did help me to basically rebound from that failure and to uh, restart a positive and successful dynamic. And what about you, Alan? Well, I guess it was uh, when I dislocated my right shoulder and had to have surgery to uh, reshape the bones, which uh, meant I spent something like seven weeks, I think it was, uh, all wrapped up and unable to use my right arm. And that was uh, not exactly a dance around the corporate maypole. But I think what you learn, uh, I guess, is that when these things happen, you just adjust, move forward, come out the other side, I think, because uh, really you have no choice. You might anticipate that those kind of things might be difficult to deal with, but basically once you get into them, uh, you just get on with it really, don't you? Now, uh, a lot of people consider exercise, working out and even following a healthy diet to be a form of endurance. Do you encounter those kind of attitudes, Julian, in the course of your work? Yes, I do. Uh, often actually, because what happens when you, you realize that most of the people who go to the gym, uh, let's say a majority, have no sport background. So that means they discover the gym or the physical effort through the social pressure, I would say, and not by the pleasure of just practicing a sport. So yes, uh, the answer is definitely yes. It's a shame because um, it's it's a wrong way to tackle this uh, issue. Whereas the funny thing is uh, we actually quite love it, don't we? Well, yeah, I really enjoy it because I, it's uh, what I want to do. The main, my main target really is to share my, um, my positive vibe about exercising because after all, it's about your own life. It's about uh, buying quality time. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, a very noble target. Okay, then that's good to hear, obviously, which is why the topic for this month's show is... Gymphobia. Gymphobia? Did you just make that up? Yes. I thought as much. No, the topic for this month's show is actually endurance. Play the music. Hi, and welcome to Two Guys on Fitness with me, Julien Bertorat, professional gym guy, personal trainer, and able to endure anything. And with me, Alan Teresa, non-professional gym guy, who also has a high endurance threshold, coming to you all the way from London, England. Where each month we cover everything gym and fitness related for the benefit of gym guys everywhere as well as offering helpful advice, opinion, and sometimes just plain facts on health and fitness topics. Because we do try to get some facts in along the way. So what are we covering this month, Alan? Well, we're going to be hearing from Mr. Luciano Mazzoli, who is a Italian triathlete, and he is going to be uh, telling us what a lifetime of training has taught him about keeping fit and maintaining a healthy life balance. Plus, later on, I will be giving you my fitness tip of the month. 
which I know from the emails and the messages we get that uh, people love to hear, of course. And at the end of the show, we'll be answering some questions from listeners to the podcast about their gym workout and their diet, and hopefully giving them some helpful advice so that they can more fully enjoy their gym experience. Will we not, Julian? Yes, we will. Now, I like to think that we're reasonably fit and have an appetite for working out. I know, I certainly do. And you know what? So do I. But anyway, this month I got a chance to interview a guy who's taken this appetite for tough endurance workouts to a whole new level as a triathlete. Yes, they are tough guys. And for those who don't know, triathletes train and compete in a form of competition that combines a circuit of exercise into a single race, including such sports as cycling, running and swimming. And you know what? I could do that sort of thing before going for brunch on a Saturday morning. Could you? Really? Uh, well, no. You have brunch? When I feel hungry and lunch is just not coming quickly enough, it's been known to happen, Julian. L'appétit vient en mangeant. So, anyway, let's hear from Luciano Mazzoli, who's an Italian ranger. They are sort of like armed police officers in the woods, certainly in Europe, anyway. As Luciano tells us all about his training. And endurance training. Uh, about his lifestyle. Is it a lifestyle? And are you going to ask questions all the way through this episode? Is that a real question? <laughs> oh, please play the interview. Play the interview right now? Oh, dear God, yes. Hi, my name is Luciano. I'm from Italy. I'm uh, 52 and I'm a forest ranger. When I was uh, 17 and 18, I was uh, Italian kayaking champion. I exercise three or five, six times a week, cycling, running, and I swimming. I work a lot. It's very difficult to go to the gym uh, in this moment, but in my life, uh, <laughs> I frequented the gym a lot. Uh, when I was young, uh, I and my colleague, we go to the gym every day. Uh, in winter, every day, in, and in summer, twice a day. When I seven, uh, my mother bring me in a typical uh, gym uh, with other child, uh, natural exercise with a famous, famous uh, teacher in, uh, in my town. Next, when I was 11 or 11 or 12, I began kayak and uh, I attend the gym and I go to gym every day or twice a day. And I stopped kayak uh, maybe when I was uh, 20, 25 or 27. I began a sport uh, called triathlon. During the triathlon, I went to gym not frequently because uh, triathlon is an aerobic sport and uh, the gym is important but less than the kayak. Normally, my body is not uh, thin. Is uh, <laughs> my body is muscular, okay, and um, has a very big uh, footprint because I played kayak when I was young. A lot of uh, gym when I was young. Ah, uh, um, supplements? Uh, so, no. When I was young, yes. <laughs> Uh, for example, uh, proteins, uh, because uh, 
your body has a necessity of uh, this uh, kind of uh, food. When I play triathlon, I did uh, 10 or uh, uh, 15 hours uh, of training by week. Now I do three hours a week. And it is sufficient, a good diet with a lot of uh, vegetables, uh, fruits uh, or carbs, uh, and now just uh, more uh, proteins. My favorite exercise is uh, the free exercise. <laughs> when I can use my body, okay? For example, planking, okay? I discovered this exercise with uh, impact training, but uh, the teacher of yoga <laughs> discovered this exercise a lot time ago. It's a very, very good exercise because uh, it uh, seems easy, but it's very, very hard and you use a, a lot of muscles, but I prefer use the exercise without uh, uh, weights, okay, and uh, use the body. For example, with uh, the natural squat, uh, push-up, uh, with uh, a, a only hand uh, or, <laughs> or two hands. When I was young, uh, I made <laughs> a lot of push-up with uh, uh, one hand, <laughs> but now it's impossible. <laughs> I do exercise uh, for myself because uh, in Italy we, people say, good uh, mind in a good body and uh, when uh, you stay well in your body you stay well with your brain with your mind and uh, I prove it when I was young when uh, I running or after a swim after swimming after running after cycling after gym uh, I stay well with my body the body produce, uh, I, I know the name in, uh, in Italian, it's uh, endorphine, and I know that uh, my brain uh, use it uh, to stay well. To stay well, I, <laughs> I'm happy, um, but uh, I stay well if I, if I see myself, uh, not young, but uh, if I see myself, uh, my body, not uh, fat, so I'm sure that I will continue for a long time. So I'd like to go gym with my friends because I think that to go gym or to training with the other people is better than to go training alone. I think that the people doesn't exercise is a big mistake, <laughs> is a big mistake because we are animals and normally animals need to move, okay, to move the body. In this time, in 2018, people stay too still and people move to less and it's a big mistake and the consequences are dangerous for the body in fact there are a lot of people with the cardiac problems with the vascular problem with another big problem 
Normally, doctors say it's better walking than to stay on the sofa. Two kilometers, three kilometers walking by day is better than to stay on the chair in front of the screen of the PC. The work for people is important, but the move is more important. I suppose that I can exercise till the end of my life. <laughs> okay, maybe I'm going to walking, maybe I go cycling, not at 30 kilometers an hour or 40 kilometers an hour, but I cycling 20 kilometers an hour. But if I can have the possibility, I train myself because for me it's very, very important for the equilibrium to my mind with my body. So that is Luciano Mazzoli there talking about, um, well, talking about his lifetime of fitness, really. Uh, we originally wanted to talk to uh, Luciano uh, to hear about his experience as a triathlete, but um, he actually had quite a lot to say there about how fitness and a healthy lifestyle is a much broader enterprise and focusing on uh, a single sport. So tell me this, Julian Bertherat. Have you taken part in any endurance sports of your own in your lifetime? Actually, I did, Alain, and, uh, and I did triathlon. It's, uh, I did enjoy it. It's very uh, different from rugby, obviously, uh, mainly because it's three sports inside one and also the environment change. So basically uh, in triathlon, you start with swimming, which is, you know, water resistance. And it's kind of, uh, I always enjoy swimming. So it's not the main, um, the nasty part for me. And then after you have to basically run and then finish with a cycle. So one you start with basically with a different environment then you carry on on your bare feet and then you finish with a machine the bike and uh i did enjoy it it's very hard uh, mentally i think it's harder than playing a rugby game because you you do push yourself and it's a lonely effort as well and do you think those kind of uh very demanding uh kind of sports and exercise programs that go with them do you think they're a good thing in themselves Wow, that's a tricky question here. If we're talking on a, on a well-being perspective or matter, uh, I would say they're not necessarily a good thing because they are kind of harsh on the body and the metabolism. And as I say, they push you quite a lot. Now is this kind of sport you do when, yeah, obviously you are between 15 to 40, I guess. Uh, it's not to say you, you can't do triathlon when you're over 40 or 50, but I guess it's more about finishing the race more than the performance, going as fast as you can. So that's my answer. And is there a different kind of training that's required to safely enter such sports? I mean, obviously, you know, when we're at the gym and we follow a training program, uh, it has very specific objectives, which are completely different to being able to endure that kind of very demanding competition, really. So what are the principles that are different in training for that kind of sport and training to be fit? Well, you have to consider when you start training for basically practicing triathlon is basically what do you need over this free activity like cycling, running, swimming. Uh, obviously, when you're swimming, your legs muscle and your back muscle are massively 
uh, engaged. So when you go to a gym, um, your objective should be to basically develop this muscle. Uh, an example, you all often see a professional swimmer with huge back, like, you know, completely alien. Uh, and it's, um, yeah, it makes sense because they use their back muscle. So that's why their back are more developed, back muscle are more developed than other people. Uh, cycling, you know, is going to be legs massively. So big legs, workouts, helping to develop the strength and also the endurance on, on your legs. And um, yeah, pretty much. And the, and the running part is more like basically, yeah, well, there's only one way to do it is run and run again. Pieces per pieces cut down the final distance into smaller pieces. It's, a, it's different. It's true when you prepare things. Like, for example, when I was playing rugby, I was uh, working on my legs and, uh, and also my shoulders because they are up front, you know, when you have a tackle or when you support a tackle. And where's the line between pushing yourself to get stronger for that kind of competition and overtraining in a way that can lead to injury? What are the warning signs to look out for? I would say um, when you start not sleeping well, when you make too much effort and it does affect the way you sleep uh, and also your, the impact on your social life, when you start to have no time for your friend, for your work, for your partner, uh, that's uh, the beginning of the wrong way. And I will, I will quote here um, the coach of the Sarah Saints rugby team who, who won a couple of years ago twice back-to-back the European rugby competition and he say one of the key to success he say it is precisely not all about rugby so basically make sure you have uh, you have a happy life you fulfill your different center of interest and uh, yeah it's a uh, as we say I think it's the bad idea is to put all your eggs in the same basket so yes there is training but there is also recovery and life in a bigger matter yeah, we talked about uh, recovery uh, actually in a, a more than one episode previously and the importance of uh, building in time to effectively recover, which again is also something that Luciano talks about in his piece there. Uh, but one last question for you. If you weren't to play rugby, Julian, which other sport of a competitive nature would actually appeal to you? Yes, uh, I mentioned uh, triathlon earlier. But frankly, uh, judo, for example, was another one. I was quite competitive and I, I did not hesitate because the judo come like when I was come around when I was like 12, 13 and the rugby started when I was six or seven. So I was uh, already quite into the rugby. But judo, I did like it. And, uh, and tennis. I like tennis. Uh, I like the, um, the technique of tennis. I like the, the pace of this sport. It's quite technical and uh, I like it. But judo too. So yeah, judo and probably tennis, I would say. What about you, Alan? Well, I did uh, love uh, the kickboxing when I was doing it. I'm not sure I was uh, really that fantastic at it, if I'm honest, but uh, the actual process I loved. But uh, funny enough, sort of related to that, uh, boxing, uh, I think is a really great thing, really enjoyable to do. It's really exciting to do. It's challenging and it's very tough. And I think you get a lot out of it. So if I wasn't goofing about with you in the gym, Julian, I would probably be sparring while I was at the gym. And uh, I think it'd probably be uh, just as good for me as whatever else I do. Today's show is brought to you by the Blue 20 Salon. Interested in professional hairstyling, grooming or expert beauty treatments for both men and women in the earth of Covent Garden? Then check out Blue 20 which is also offering a 20% discount for all new clients on their first booking. 
Find out more at yanelder.co.uk or telephone 079-58-4582 to make an appointment with the Blue 20 Salon. Okay, and while Julian and I ponder the significance of learning that Julian would like to play judo and I would perhaps like to spar, we move on to... Julian's Fitness Tip of the Month which people seem to like for some reason I don't really fully understand. So, Julian, uh, what is your fitness tip of the month this month? Do you always understand what you're doing at the gym while exercising? Yes. Or do I just think that I do? One of the aspects of my job is to basically ask the client afterwards where does he feel, you know, the, when we exercise, when you use a machine. And the point is to make sure that For example, when doing a, a front pull-down back exercise, the client must feel his back muscle afterwards. Otherwise, there is a misunderstanding. There is a kind of, uh, you, you're missing the point. You train to isolate a muscle. The trick is to understand clearly which part of your body you want to isolate. For example, when you do a squat, okay, just a free squat, when you are on your way down and you're all the position, you should say to yourself, bum or glut. You should have this time to repeat in your mind the muscle you're targeting. Sometimes it does help the client to basically be a bit more part of the, of the workout. Uh, when you do your lat pull down, why not holding the bar on your chest just a couple of seconds just to basically feel that momentum. It's a bit like if I use a metaphor, it's a bit like when you read a sentence, you need to see to feel the period and then you can carry on. It makes sense only if you understand what you're reading. Too many people, you can tell when they are training, they do not understand why they are doing this exercise. And the best way to do it is to hold on and to basically isolate the muscle. And in other way, let's say to understand where is the momentum. That's a very important thing to do when you work out. And that was... Julian's Fitness Tip of the month. And now that we have enjoyed, sorry, sorry, enjoyed another one of Julian's fitness tip of the month, it's time for listener questions. Where each month we endure Alan's jokes. Sorry. Answer questions sent in by listeners to the podcast. And we do our best to give you the advice you need to have a really great workout. Did someone write that for you? Yes. Great. And first up this month, we have a question emailed into us by Mike D in Derby. Where is Derby? Uh, it's in the Midlands in the uh, UK, I think. And Mike asks, I get a sore back after the gym sometime. It's another sore back question. And I don't know whether to get some physio, which my girlfriend says I should. Do some stretching or yoga and just change my workout. I'm 26, 5 foot 11, medium build, and I go to the gym at least twice a week. What should I do? And you'd be amazed how many questions we get from guys about their backs or actually more precisely their sore backs when they're working out. Um, and it's a very popular topic. And in fact, Julian, I've got a bit of a sore back right now. So I will be all ears when you give this answer. In fact, I'll practically be Dumbo. Well, as you'd say, it's a, it's a common um, issue uh, I hear sometimes on the gym floor. 
Well, when I hear the word pen, I uh, I just want to say there's two things to think about regarding the technique. Check out, Mike, how you're doing the exercise correctly. Uh, you can Google or document yourself on internet, you know, for example, for a front pull down. You can just type on Google and say like uh, technique for front pull down, for example. That's one thing. Another thing will be, are you lifting the correct weight? So maybe you're lifting a bit too much. And that's the problem because at first you want to get the right technique. To do so, obviously, it's better to lift lighter weights. And uh, it's really helped to get the right foundation. And then after we can build up from that right foundation. So yeah, just to resume the whole thing, uh, just think about technique exercise wise. You need to really, really be clear and sure about how you do the exercise and then possibly drop some weight to achieve like let's say 10 12 reps to get the muscle used to i remember the exercise and then after later on obviously you can put more weight well, that's pretty interesting and uh, do you know uh, why i've got a sore back julian uh, well no um why yeah i lift too much weight anyway i hope that's helpful to you uh, mike d from derby and next up we have simple sam simple sam we have simple sam uh, possibly not his real name uh, possibly not from Sheffield who has got in touch uh, via our Facebook with the following question he says uh, what do you say Sam actually hold on uh, he says I am 44 need to get my weight down and have not been to the gym for years what's better for losing weight is it swimming or cycling there you go Julian straight to the point should he swim should he cycle which is going to burn off the fat for Sam here I'm not going to call him simple Sam I'm going to call him Sam uh, and what do you think the answer to his question is well surprisingly um i would recommend cycling uh swimming is a kind of um, fake uh friend here when you come to burning fat the problem with swimming is you do actually glisse on the water so there is no impact there is water resistance it's a hard one to do swimming and the reward is not good enough and if you go to NHS website you will see that the doctors put in two categories A and B uh, A higher level and B lower level uh, some activity and the swimming is in category B in category A you will have for example running uh, and I do think it's because of this non-impact activity. So you glisse in the water, um, you think you burn fat, you do burn of course obviously, but it's very demanding and also the other problem is when you get out of the water, usually people are feel hungry, so they're gonna eat a lot after that. So I will definitely recommend the cycling and the running too. Sorry to say that, but yeah, a bit of impact is good for your knee. Uh, but yeah, let's try the cycling first. Um, yeah. I just knew Julian was going to get the running in. He always manages to squeeze in the running every single episode. Something to be endured there. Uh, anyway, so that's the end of the two questions for listener questions that we go through every month. And if you want to ask us anything, you can contact us through our website, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. Is that thing still going? Apparently so. And the truth of the matter is we love reading uh, the questions you send us. We absolutely love it, guys. So do get in touch and we'll help you out in any way we can. And so we take a deep breath and relax from the trial of endurance that has been this episode of Two Guys on Fitness. 
for the presenters, if not the listeners. And we say so long until next time, and we are ready to run, swim, or cycle our way to the next episode. And until then, you have been listening to me, Julien Bertera, professional gym guy, personal trainer, runner, rugby man, swimmer, and could be triathlete. And you've also been listening to me, Alan Teresa, the non-professional gym guy here on the podcast, who could quite happily watch a triathlon until I probably get, like, a little bit bored. And you can find out more on our website, twoguysonfitness.com, as well as on our Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. And you can also listen in on Podomatic, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And when you do, remember to... Enjoy your workout. Enjoy your workout. Enjoy your workout, I said. Enjoy your workout. Hmm.